being part of the friend group that, that Daniel and I are part of. Um, Kanal, you, you're going to get there. Don't worry. what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the i may regret this podcast i'm your host daniel <laughs> i don't know i got a southern accent for that you know <laughs> all my co-hosts here what's going on man what's going on buddy doing good and on today's episode very very special guest longtime friend of mine and somehow acquaintance of canal but somehow their friendship is flourishing more than ours ever did and i'm jealous about it <laughs> liam Beg is here <laughs> welcome to the on, show boys? my guy welcome to the show <laughs> wow what a what an intro there <laughs> a long time friend daniel but you don't text me at 12 a.m like yeah not like you does apparently mm-hmm. You were part of that group chat, so that's, yeah, that's a little bit on you, sir. Well, I mean, like, I felt honestly, I felt like kind of a fly on the wall. Like, I felt like I was third wheeling in our group chat, like, which is exactly mean, what I was going for personally. So I'm really glad that it worked. I mean, me huh. and Kanal have some like similar interests, and obviously, yeah. we, we actually have things in common. Daniel, I don't know. I mean, but, like, uh, should I just leave at this point? Like, what? It's honestly your call. I don't. I'm not opposed to it, but like, I guess. It's common courtesy to fucking say this. I guess I just went, no, stay. Come on. We want you here. <laughs> My sure. God. Sure, why not? <laughs> you're the host, right? Jesus. I mean, I'm yeah. Take over this yeah, you're hosting this. Liam and Canal podcast? I don't know. It just doesn't. Just Do you regret that, though? Would they regret this? Oh, I'd oh, regret it. God. I regret everything. Oh. You would oh. regret it. But, but would the viewers <laughs> regret this? Would Canal regret that? I don't think so. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> Daniel, I'm so that, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I just want actually real quick. I want to share something that happened today, that, which is really bugged me, which happened right before the podcast. Oh boy! So I have this N95 mask that I actually don't even use, like for COVID reasons. I had it from before, and it's a like valve version, so it's not like a hospital version. Right. right. So I had this N95 mask. I went to Toronto recently, and um, I went to go get bubble tea. And I was also like under the influence of, uh, well, bubble tea. So I kind of like spilled a bit in the mask. <laughs> and you then went it like. Bubble tea under the influence of bubble tea? Well, no, I was just the, saying I was under the influence. Pearls got to him. Yeah, yeah, the pearls were getting to mm, me. So you know what I mean? I spilled I a little bit in the mask. And then mm. it smelled really good. And I was right. like, oh, okay, I guess it's just nice, a big pleasant. deal. Yeah, like my, my mask just smelled like taro milk tea. It was awesome. Nice cut to a week and a half later today like i'm vacuuming the house so i'm like putting it on so i don't get dust and the milk has spoiled <laughs> at this point okay so i'm just i'm just smelling like nasty ass like cheese yeah like this whole time so i've been like inhaling like nasty cheese for like an hour the That's second what I did right before this episode the second you delightful. said that you spilled bubble tea in there and you were all happy i wanted to say that that would probably end up happening. But I just had a feeling I'd let you continue the story and end up finding yeah. out that that's exactly yeah. what happened. I mean, and I had God, a feeling man. it was going to happen, but I didn't want to believe it. I just wanted to <laughs> believe it would be sweet forever. <laughs> and had that work you, know you know that Party Next Door song, Believe It? You should probably play it. <laughs> oh, geez. So wait, question. Are you still smelling milk as you inhale at this very moment? Uh, no, thankfully, I'm actually okay. Nice. You should put the mask back on. Probably not. I don't think that's I don't think that's the wisest move. Yeah, you just want might me to not smell, make it. Not just wants me to smell cheese. That's precisely I, correct. Death by COVID or death by taro milk tea. Which is worse? Choose your poison. You know, if I think I would definitely pick taro milk tea, that would be a good way to go. No, would it? yeah, I'd say so. I'd rather that than you know not Wait, being able but, to breathe. But you're smelling cheese the whole way out. Or would you rather that, or would you rather, you know, be coughing and, you know, not being able to breathe at all? I'd rather be able to breathe something. Bring on the cheese, boys. Let's do it. <laughs> it might have to be. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode, Bring on the Cheese. Bring on the cheese. Bring on the cheese. <laughs> all right, so speaking of this episode, um, what we're doing for this episode, Kanal and I have tried to make a mental health episode before and it did not turn out <laughs> too well. 
we ended up rambling on about something not too specific. So it's a hard subject to talk about, but I personally really wanted to talk about it. And my goal for this episode is to be like an advocate for therapy because after a few things that happened to me over the past, like three years, uh, two years, sorry. I decided to like, you know what? I need to try this. And I did it and I found like a ton of benefits from it. So I want to make it clear that I think it's a great idea for people struggling with minor to major problems. Like I think therapy is fucking dope. So I'm hoping to convince people that's great by the end of the episode, but I know all three of us have been going through shit <laughs> recently regarding mental yeah, health. Yeah. yeah. Cur- currently in the past, all that in the future too. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitably. So yeah, we're going to explore that a bit. And Liam, I, I know, um, you, you made a pretty bold claim right before this. Do you want to, do you want to maybe just repeat this for the audience here to hear? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> This might be the most hectic episode on uh, I May Regret This podcast. Beautiful. I don't know if you guys oh. have tissue um, boxes next. I know I don't. Kanal, you're prepared, though. I am prepared with tissues, actually. I am. Um, Why yeah, do you have tissues you know, on your desk, though, man? We don't oh. actually really have to talk about that. Only for the nature <laughs> of this episode. I feel like I'll, I'll save that for next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On our masturbation episode. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hey, I was wait trying to be subtle, and that is not true. I just had a runny nose earlier. This Don't week. worry. I'll, I'll edit that part out, and I'll say, like, you know, something PG. Mm-hmm. Well, just kidding. Now, I'm going to leave that in. It was masturbation. Of course. All right. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. I know, Kanal, you, like, we talked a bit beforehand. I didn't really know too much about what's going on, but you said you had something to bring up. So, why don't we start it off with you, my guy? Sure. So, um, what I wanted to, or what I was alluding to, we spoke earlier this week. It's nothing crazy, and it might even be something that I've alluded to in a previous episode. I, I really can't remember. But it's essentially just, I don't know, um, like, for example, I'm, I'm currently still in school. I got a year and a half to go. And so far, I've enjoyed um everything about my program from, you know, the class sizes to the actual courses I'm taking for the most part, some of them, not so much, but that's as expected. Uh, the people in my program, um, just the overall experience I've had in university has been great. I'm currently um, on a co-op term, which I'm loving. Um, I am every single day. I'm confused as to how I feel like I lucked myself into a job that I'm actually excited to, to do every single day. I never saw that coming before this co-op term started, but Every now and then, I find myself having this internal debate um, where I'm asking myself if I'm doing the right things to ultimately fulfill, I guess what I'll call, although I'm not sure if I believe in the whole destiny concept and all that, I'll just use that word for lack of a better term to Uh. fulfill my destiny or whatever I was actually destined to do. And what that really stems from is just... I th- and you know what, the more I say it, I think we have talked about it previously, but it just kind of comes down to, I feel like I've done a good thing in my life with keeping, in terms of opportunities, career opportunities, keeping all my doors open, never really shutting anything in case, you know, I want to go down one direction or the other. Um, but at the same time, the that's left me in a weird place where mentally I'm, I'm trying to figure out where my skills are best applied. And if... I'm currently in a field where, you know, I'm, I'm leveraging the best that I have to offer and it, you know, whatever I end up doing, if it's not this one specific thing, I'd be good at it. I'd be decent at it, but I wouldn't be great or I wouldn't be maximizing my potential. Or is it the other way around? Am I not maximizing my potential in this field? And, you know, maybe, um, for example, I was talking, uh, to a friend, uh, late last week, which is kind of where this whole internal debate restarted in my head and then that you and I had mm. a FaceTime call a couple of days later where I mentioned it where he was talking to me and he was like oh so um you know I have this friend who would make like these random videos uh online of him just <clears throat> doing like little self-made skits or whatever and 
a bunch of people saw them and started, you know, on Twitter and on all over so- social media started tagging because he was doing like different stuff for like Marvel characters and stuff. And then everyone all of a sudden went on social media and started tagging a bunch of directors and and former producers and all that. And he actually started to catch the eyes of some of these people and um, a director of I don't know if you guys have seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but the director of that movie james gunn actually ended up seeing these videos and reached out to the guy and started talking to him back and forth apparently and so my friend was telling me that and he was like why don't you do something like that like i feel like you can easily pull off like something very similar but you just never really you know go out and make videos like that or do these skits but i feel like if you did you'd be great and i was like yeah you know um it's it's not a bad idea i just don't really know if you know it seems like it could be a time investment or might veer me off you know whatever i'm currently focusing on and whatever i don't know if it's worth the time but then you know after that conversation it was just like uh well he's not the first person to have ever said something like that to me you know i've gotten that a lot (laughs) as i've been growing up um particularly in university but even prior when i was in high school and so then that sometimes sucks me down that same loophole of uh does he have a point do these people have a point am i maximizing my potential doing what i'm doing or are they just you know maybe being nice and and trying to boost me up but you know realistically i should be focused on what i'm doing right now i'm i'm in uh as far as what I've been told from friends and all that, I'm in a rare situation right now where I'm young, have a job, and I like what I'm doing. That doesn't come around very often. And I do believe everyone who's telling mm. me that that's not very common. So it's like, okay, so if I have this thing going for me, why am I really allowing myself to be distracted with all these potential external opportunities, which carry no weight to them? Like, it's not like, you know, an actual producer, someone has reached out to me and, and been the one to say, hey, start doing X, Y, and Z, and, you know, you actually have a serious shot. So it's like, why am I why am I allowing myself to fall down this rabbit hole every single time mentally when when this comes up of like, am I doing the right thing right now with my life? Am I really taking this in the direction I should be? Or am I am I just, you know, maybe I'm overthinking it. Eh, fuck it. Let me just drop it. But it like yeah. it never ends that easily. I'm never able to just drop it one way or another. I just fall back into that same rabbit hole. And uh so I don't know. When we had that FaceTime, it was pretty fresh off that conversation. Um, and it was kind of bugging me throughout the day prior to us talking. So when you were like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of maybe, you know, doing a mental, mental health episode next week. I was like, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> because <laughs> although this isn't severely weighing me down mentally, you know, like I'm still happy going into work tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually I am looking. I have a pretty big day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to. But when I when I'm in that thought process, I do get. Maybe not brought down, but just I'm not. Wait. I, I'm, I am it weighs down. on your mind it, it does it definitely does and it weighs on your mind it, and yeah that's probably the most accurate way to put it and that kind of consumes me for however long i'm thinking about it where i'm not upset but i'm also not all you know happy all, and right there exactly exactly and so and eh, you know you what know, that that sort of half in half out where like you know you're kind of satisfied but not really that's also what keeps in, in the debate going because the right. answer is not clear right so i've totally struggle with like not that exact thing obviously but you know something similar no exactly. um and i think it's like and it's actually kind of interesting because i thought to the first session i went to when i went to therapy and it was uh something that the therapist said which is i was basically explaining all the things that i wanted and i was like struggling with um and it was like she was basically saying you know it sounds like you know, you got a lot going for yourself right now. Like things are are looking fine and you're just like really not satisfied. Um, so like I relate to it in that way because it's like, you know, things are seemingly going great, but, you know, you still have that internal debate going on inside. Right. But here's how I feel specifically about your situation. I think that's not the first time, you know, this has come up where, you know, someone mentions to you like, oh, you'd be great at this and you should try it. And it totally irks you. Because yeah. I think it, you do kind of believe that uh, inside and the fact that you like haven't really, I, I guess, like done what they're saying or whatever. Yeah. It, like it's it's one thing if it was just like, oh, yeah, that would be kind of cool. But the fact that it bothers you that much kind of like is telling you that you do really want to do that stuff. And what I think is that you don't have to go like all in on one or the other. It's like, no, nah, fucking, I'm a fucking engineer. I can't do anything else or product manager. And it's like, oh, no, no, you know what? I was born to be a comedian. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> fully into the entertainment. Right, like, right. you can fully do both. You literally just have to make, have to sacrifice some time 
in your day to do it. And I think if you don't focus on like, oh, I'm doing this because, uh, you know, the directors, the director of a Marvel movie is going to reach out to me. Like if that's, that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be like, oh, I'm going to do this stuff and it's going to be fun and I'm going to be, and I'm going to grow to be great at it sort of thing. And, you know, maybe it's awesome that, or maybe down the line you will get an audience. Um, but I don't think that should be the goal. If you just want to make skits and like do fun comedic videos and, um, you know, put out stuff that you're proud of, you could totally do that while being a product manager, right. I think. And uh, to kind of go with Daniel's point too, I think it all really comes down to passion. Um, for me, at least, like if you have a passion or desire to do something, you naturally want to go for it. Right. I think that's why it weighs down on your mind too, right? So when people tell you like, yeah, like I, I could see you definitely doing something like that or like, have you ever considered doing this or that? It's not to take away from what you do right now in your job. And even though you may love your job and, you know, I'm happy that you found something that you that you look forward to every day, right? Not a lot right. of people do do have that opportunity. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with Daniel. Like, it, it really comes down to, like, your passion, your interests. If you truly want something, you'll do anything to go for it or, or you'll do anything to achieve that, right? Right. Whether it be in your daytime job where you're finishing a project or you're trying to achieve, like, a certain goal for something, Again, you'll do anything to go and, and attain that. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, after work, not defined by your job. And it's ironic that I say that too, because I talk about certain things in this episode. Um, what I just said may just yeah. flip back onto me. <laughs> <laughs> but with with that being said, like you, you know, you're not just defined as a as a product manager. Right. right? There's there's other things to canal that make you all right. right even on this podcast right now you and Daniel are putting out something that's great right mm -hmm. putting out a product that you guys both like and enjoy doing right and that's a passion and interest that that you both have right and that's how i'm currently on something like this right now right so to say that you know something weighs you down because you're thinking about like am i really leveraging the right skills or am i am i leveraging everything that i can do within my power in my job doesn't necessarily mean that you have to only think about your day job you can also do what daniel said and you know take that extra time after whenever the hell you're done work to be honest with you <laughs> i i don't know what hours are anymore i have flex time um yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> with that being said whether it be like five or ten six if you're done work you know just take like some time out of your day to you know do something that you're passionate about whether that be those skits or those videos right? right and who knows right at the end of the day that's how some people even get discovered right so no 100 percent. you you never know what will happen until you try right and again very ironic that i say that coming from myself but <laughs> it, it, oh, yeah. it really is true it really is true right um I, th I think that happens a lot especially when i've had any sort of similar talks like these with friends or whoever like all the stuff that um you know people advise to each other is like stuff that's so hard to take for yourself because all of a sudden it's you and it's your life and it's like oh yeah i know i kind of like believe that and i would advise that but it's really hard to, to like implement that for myself oh yeah 100 percent. It's, it's, it's different yeah like a lot of people i mean like yeah like that's that's some great advice or some people tell me that's fucking awful i won't i won't even bother but for the most part people will be like yeah that's that's some great advice and then I'll be like, yes, like, have you done that before? And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I had a tough before? time. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't really have to flip that back on me. We were talking about you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, but no, it's true. It's, it's really hard to take your own advice sometimes. Uh -huh. um, but it, it's like a tough pill to swallow, really, if, if, you, if you think about it. Um, if you're able to tell somebody that, you genuinely believe it, you should be able to genuinely take your own advice. Right. And that's coming from like the bottom of my heart. And I, I do, um, I think both of you actually hit the nail on the head. And, and an example of, of what you guys were talking about is actually, in fact, this podcast. Um, when we, yeah. and we're still very early on in this process. And, and every single time, you know, we finish recording an episode or put out an episode, I first of all feel just satisfied with the work that we had done, unless the episode was shitty and never saw the light of day, in which case we don't talk about those. Um, but, <laughs> you know, know, that happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> for the good episodes, which, which we have been having a lot of um, recently. 
uh, when we put them up and we get this feedback and all that first i'm feeling satisfied that you know I enjoyed what I did. Other people enjoyed what I did. Daniel and I enjoyed what we did. The whole editing process, like it all went great. And this is exactly why I wanted to start doing something like this for all of the experience I'm getting out of it right now, which have all been for, for the most part, good experiences. And then I get the second ounce of joy from it or the second burst of joy from it, I'll say, where it's like, oh, you know, now that I think about it, I am kind of doing something towards, towards what everyone's telling me to do, which is kind of putting myself out there a little bit. So now that I'm doing this, that, you know, maybe helps me kick down the door mentally and be like, okay, well, currently you're showing yourself an example of still working and putting 100% of your effort into your work. But then when you're done that, continuing to take that effort, convert it and put it into something else that fuels a side interest that you have or a passion that you have, like you said. And I think this is really helping me to realize the fact that I exactly what you guys said. I'm not fixed or tied down to, you know, whatever my job is or whatever I'm doing in school or whatever projects I'm working on. I'm still able to pursue these other things outside of yeah. it. And so I think one of the reasons I have been frustrated with myself when I'm having those, um, Oh, I, <laughs> I guess I've been frustrated with myself. I didn't really <laughs> just said that for the first time. Out loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a weird moment for me. Um, new beginnings. I guess beginnings one of the God, reasons we're opening you up. <laughs> I guess you one of the new reasons. For this. <laughs> I one told you the... it was gonna be the most hectic episode on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Already, I'm already grabbing a tissue, brothers. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think one of the reasons I have been frustrated with myself when I do get into that internal debate is exactly what you guys said is true it's like you don't have to do 100 percent of one thing or the other you can still find time to do these tiny little things and i think i've just been annoyed at myself or like okay then why haven't you done it which yeah. sometimes you know the best mindset to rag on myself yeah or i totally get caught on that all the time yeah. it's like i shit on myself like why haven't you done it and it's like that's not the right attitude right sometimes right. i have to hear my own inner thoughts as if I'm a parent to myself right. and I actually just sound like a shitty ass parent. Like ima imagine you see a parent talking to the kid on the street. Like, why didn't you do this? Why haven't you done it yet? <laughs> you, you think uh, like, you, yo, this is the worst parent ever. Like, what the fuck's wrong I hope with this you don't person? be that. I hope you're not that dad, dude. Don't <laughs> yeah, that. I, we, exactly. We don't. That, that's why I'm like, how am I ever going to be a parent? If like, I literally am like a strict ass parent to myself in my, <laughs> in my head. So like, I, I think about that all the time and I have to be, Right. Like that's that's never a productive thing to do to shit on yourself like that. Right. No, right. but I think like we're we're also our hardest critics. Yeah, right. yeah. Hundred percent. I think and that I, that really ties back <clears> to <throat> the whole mental health thing. Um that's I guess relates to Canal too, like you know, like weighing yourself down. But I was also wanted to put in a, a quick point there as well. Um I don't think that we should shit on ourselves. That sounds wrong. Um <laughs> I really don't think we should shit on ourselves. I don't think so. It, it, just because it's on, un, it's uncleanly. Like, yeah, really. it's very not. It's unhygienic and it's just bad form, really. Bad form. Yeah. Is there is there a bad form to take a shit <laughs> on yourself? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know how that would work. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, a topic for another day. Maybe right. maybe for another. <laughs> yeah. Next episode. But uh, no, what I wanted to say was. When it comes to what Kanal just said about putting 100% in that you don't necessarily always have to, I want to make it clear too that like priorities are also a really big thing. No matter what you do, no matter where you are in life, I think like priorities are, are key to, to everything. Um, and that's something that I learned actually through my co-op when I was in school. Um, huh. I walked into my first internship and that was a complete nightmare shit show whatever you want to describe it as um <laughs> i <laughs> i think i think like in in some ways it really defined me and it really helped me um to become the person that i am now and then even in the role that i play at work right now too right but even taking that away from a professional standpoint you know you you look at your life and you say i'm xyz old you know i live at xyz house like, where do I want to see myself in the next one to five years, right? And right, like, yeah. how have I progressed um, over the past couple months, you know, years, et cetera, whatever it might be. Um, and I think, I think that really does come down to like goal setting and, and prioritization, right? If you, to me, I think if you don't have your priorities in check, it doesn't mean to say that I'm saying you need to have it all figured out. But if you don't prioritize 
so you don't prioritize where you want to be in life. I think that also weigh heavily on you. Um, I kind of just want to put that out there just for just for you can all because right, right. Um, yeah, you you may want to pursue your, your videos and your skits and whatnot, but at the end of the day as well, you also have your full time job mm -hmm. and. Even though I said, you know, take time out of your day after work to work on something that that's your passion and your interest. There also, maybe times where you know you have a project that's after hours, or you right. have to prepare for like a meeting the next day, or right, or right. something may come up, right? Like things happen oh, all definitely. the time in the work. Definitely, yeah. I just want to make sure that you're aware and, and understand that priorities definitely be job first, mm -hmm. then you know. Your skits and your videos would exactly would in a way come come after if that makes that makes sense no it definitely does and um but to say that the time put into those videos and it's that should still be a thing exactly you should yeah. you, sh you should never forget to do that right but yeah. you just have to do it at the times where it's most applicable or like or, or best suited i should say no I, I think that's a solid point i'll, I'll quickly um i'll wrap my mind with this um, cause I don't want to, I don't want to take too much time on this. Um, but I think you hit the nail on the head with that. And, and I've definitely, um, to that had some situations where I might actually have a podcast edit or something, but I get hung up at work, um, or I have to prepare for a call that I'm going to have the next day about a project that I'm working on or something, in which case the podcast has to move to the side, unfortunately. Um, and I have to focus on my work. So prior prioritizing is definitely huge. And I think that for now, I think that thankfully that's one of the things that I'm able to kind of have a good grip on. And, and, but again, you know, if you get caught into these things on these side hobbies and these passions more and more, it could be possible to lose sight of that. But I definitely think that that's one of the biggest things that, um, I'm constantly finding myself paying attention to as, um, you know, I'm starting a podcast and I'm starting to work on some other side projects, but I'm still working a full-time job. I'm going to be heading back to school soon. So I do take some time, even just mentally to sit down and kind of think about, okay, I have these five things coming up in the next couple of days, what do I need to work on the most? What actually, you know, needs to be put ahead of something else and what, what can get bumped down the list a little bit, but no, I, I would agree. That's definitely uh, huge to focus on. And by the way, I do appreciate this was already so helpful <laughs> for me to even just get it all out there. I think I really, really caught, caught that when I, <laughs> when I out loud heard myself say that I was frustrated with myself. <laughs> I've never had that admittance prior, prior to this episode, um, Yo, when talking to myself. <laughs> I'm going to sneak in, uh, an advocacy of therapy right now, based on that point you just made. This is exactly what therapy did for me is like. Yeah, you can, you always like, you can build a support system of your friends where you can go and come to talk to people. But at the same time, after a while, it's like, okay, even though, you know, we're friends and we want to be there for each other, one, you can't really say everything to a friend, not always, um, you know, depending on your relationship with someone. Also, two, it's like, it's a burden at the end of the day. Like, you're taking time and whatever away from someone. Whereas therapists, it's like, I'm going to talk about all my problems, let it all out on the table. And this person is literally paid, like fully invested into like helping me out. And I can just right. say whatever I could be like, yo, I want to talk about this and we're going to work on this. And then, you know, you get on advice on that. It's like, it's a really good way to <laughs> do like, do exactly what you just said, which is just like, get things off your chest. It's just like, damn, I have someone to talk about anything. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that, um, that no judgment zone as well. Yeah, it, it just it just makes you feel so much more comfortable sharing things that you may not be able to share with your your social circle, I guess. Right. right. Yeah, for sure. Um, talk shit about whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey, therapist, like, fuck this guy or like fuck that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that never talked to me back in grade school or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think about it. I still think the same. Like, fuck that <laughs> um, oh, but. And there was always a girl that lived on my street, like right behind me. And I remember I was trick or treating one year, kicked my fucking pumpkin. And she went to my elementary school, and I saw her the next day. And I was like, I didn't know how to swear at the time because my parents, you know, they raised me right up until I. Right. <laughs> um, and I, I saw her the next day at school, and I was like, super mean to me. But honestly, now if I were to go to her and I see her, tell her to go fuck herself. Like, <laughs> fuck you for kicking my pumpkin basket, bitch. <laughs> Uh, these are the things I discussed with my therapist, obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, 
Um, but yeah, to to that point though, yeah, I think I think like a no judgment zone is. Yeah, it's the most comforting to me. It's huge. Yeah. So, um, I was like hashtag shameless plug for therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I'm literally going to be a shameless plug for therapy this time episode. I'm just going to sneak it in <laughs> wherever I can, like whatever you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think like uh, to kind of bounce off of like therapy, I I, I would definitely recommend that to people. Um, maybe going through something or whatever. I know it's not. It may not be the most accessible thing. Um, yeah, which that, is kind of. Just that, kind is of literally, that is literally my one critique of it is that it's not always super affordable. I mean, you can yeah. definitely find ways to do it. If you have a job and you have insurance, a lot of times they will pay for it. Not like progressively, um, but like, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of times money towards that if you have like some sort of insurance. Although also is... too, like basically the way I did it, I did a, a few sessions with a, a therapist, but she was like really fucking expensive. It was like 200 bucks a session or something. So like I ran out of insurance money for that really quickly. But there's right. also like online versions where you can essentially like Skype call people um, with your therapist and there's like scheduled times to do it and you can chat with them throughout the week and stuff like that. So the one right. that I did was uh, better help. And actually it's pretty expensive, but I when I actually signed up, I kind of stopped right before I was about to pay. And then they noticed that and then emailed me after. And then I basically said, oh, I can't really afford it right now. And then they bumped my price like way down to the point nice. where like it was kind of affordable to do. So okay. then I did that for like a couple of months. Um, okay. So and that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I would suggest don't really, people yeah. turn them out. Yeah. You don't really, you don't really hear of like a lot of places doing that. So I'm, I'm actually really happy that they, that they're able to accommodate that way. But yeah. yeah I, and I think like with everything going on in the world right now, you know, the year being it's 2020. It, you always hear that about everything nowadays <laughs> yeah <laughs> with our progressive ass generation which i'm happy about don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah but yeah like i i think i think it does saying therapy just based on the pricing and whatnot but with that being said if you are able to go have therapy or you know attend one of those sessions whether you're going through something or whether you're not i think like it's just about certain things that are going on in your life it yeah. doesn't necessarily always have to be bad right you could you could literally go to go to somebody i mean you could easily go to hey like i got this job but if you were maybe potentially going through something right and then you've overcome like a barrier or you've overcome like some type of obstacle you can go to somebody in your care or your uh your no judgment zone be able to say like hey like you know this is the the fruit of my labor like this is the result Right? And you can have like a wholesome conversation about that. It doesn't always have to be something negative. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that's the beauty of it too, right? A lot of people like have this perception that therapy is something where you have to always, or, or like they're, they're scared of doing it, right? They'll feel yeah. like they'll be judged or like, you know, they'll feel like they're, they're less of a, of, of a person. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely a stigma to it. And which I really don't like, and I think is really stupid actually, is that it's almost like, if you're if something's wrong with you you go if you have a mental health problem then you go but really it it helps up anyone which is like if you have problems if you have minor problems you know even if you're just kind of feeling like stagnant in certain ways in your life you know you'd like to improve this one thing or you're, you you know you're fixed on this or you're struggling with your marriage like literally it could open up so many different things i don't know why i said marriage i'm not like i don't really know that many people but you know what i mean like it could literally help with like any problem in your life and it's and it's dumb to just think like oh, like this person's going to therapy. Like, damn, they must be really struggling with something. It's like, no, it's just something like great to do for your health. I make yeah. a lot of, um, I've told Kanal this, I make a lot of parallels between like physical health and mental health. And to me, uh, uh, like a psychotherapist or whatever is exactly like a personal trainer. If you were to watch someone go to the gym and they have a personal trainer, like, do you think that person's weak? No, that person could be like jacked as fuck. Like he's just in the gym and someone else is like helping him do all the right things. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's, and I, that's and I, what a therapist is like. Right. And I think like, you know, you, you made a good example there actually, you know, having like a personal trainer for you to be physically fit. Right? Yeah. Why not have something or have somebody actually help you be mentally quote unquote fit. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think like I just started working out last year, um, which, which kind of relates uh, my whole situation that happened last year, but um, 
when I was feeling down or whatever, a way for me to feel good or like pick myself up was was going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to come out of the gym and say like, yeah, like I did something good for myself today. Like I feel like, you know, I'm a little bit stronger. I, I up my weight by all of one pound, right? You know, right. in the casual. Um, like it, it felt good doing something like that. But then when I would walk out of therapy now, it would be like a completely different thing too, where it's like, and like I felt really shit going into something. And then coming out of it, not to say I still didn't feel like shit, because now we're going to be honest with it. I feel a type of way when, when you talk about these type of things, but now you at least have some help or like you at least have some advices to say, okay, how can I go about this now? Right. How, can I, how can I now take what this person has told me and apply it to my life and then hopefully the next week or, or the next session that I have with this person, you know, have like a wholesome conversation. It's like, okay, like how did you address that? Right? And hopefully... Mm-hmm goes the right way where you've actually listened to that person right and you've done the right steps it doesn't always happen to be that way though uh, i'm honest with you too like when i when i went to therapy it'd be times where i'd have like a session or whatever and you know my therapist would tell me like do xyz like yeah 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 okay that makes sense and you know i'd go home and i wouldn't do anything right and then the next yeah. session we talk and then she would tell me like, okay, Liam, like, so like, have you done this, this, and this? And then, you know, like, what was the outcome of that? Right. And I'd be right. like, no, honestly, I haven't. Right. But that, right, right. that doesn't mean that that person, you know, went in on me because I didn't do that. It just meant that, okay, like, you know, you weren't able to do that because you were feeling a certain type of way, but, you know, let's try to work on it aggressively, you know, for the, for the potential next session. Right. Or, or, yeah. we, or we talk about like alternative or alternative methods. Yeah, dude. Okay, when you, sorry, I don't know if I was cutting you off. I can really hear, but uh, I feel like a personal trainer for people that don't go to the gym. It's like someone to always keep you accountable, and someone to always like get you excited about doing it more. Hopefully, and they'll teach you the ways to you know get in the gym and you know get physically fit. And the therapist is the exact same way. Where I feel like a lot of people are hesitant to do it because um, it's like they they feel like they're mentally healthy enough. They're like, you know, I'm not a healthy person. But you know what? Like they don't even get their ass in the gym, like the mental health gym. You know what I mean? And a therapist can help you do that, and like yeah. put you in check every week, and you know, put you on the right steps, and you know, give you tools and like techniques to like work on things that like open up a ton in your life. So I feel yeah. like uh, there's a lot of uh, like hesitation there because people think like, oh, you know what? Um, I I'm already like pretty healthy. I don't need it. But like would you ever say to someone like oh i'm like pretty healthy i don't need to exercise like i don't i just no like i think you I, can I, always get healthier you know what i mean and i right yeah like there's yeah. always something to improve on right whether that be yeah. physically or mentally right but yeah i think yeah. with like mental health like it's such a hard thing to uh maybe not address per se but it's like something yeah. hard to to diagnose if that also yeah, makes sense. yeah for sure um, a lot of people like that's something you can't see right physically you can see if somebody's like malnourished or you know if they're you know, whatever it might be, obese, right? Yeah. I hate to use yeah. that term, but, you know. But but mental health, like, you, somebody could show you, like, the, the biggest smile one day, and then the next day, you know, sadly right. gone, right? I hate to, yeah. again, say that. Um, even there's even lo- in yourself, it's, it's hard to see it in yourself. Like, the shit I was talking about, about, like, how I realized my own inner, uh, my, like, my self-talk, like, I yeah. didn't even know that was happening until, like, I, I don't know, I figured it out one day. I kind of just heard myself talking and thought about it objectively. Like, you can't just look in the mirror and then see the things that you may want to improve. Whereas, like, you know, if you're uh, with physical health, it's it's usually a bit more obvious. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, like, you, you made up a good point, too. Like, you, you saw parallels between, like, physical health and your mental health right and at some for some people too like your mental health does affect you physically right somebody for sure, do yeah. something right like you you could be not eating right and then that translates to you know weight loss and, and whatever else similarly it could be the opposite right um yeah i yeah no i i totally agree on, on all fronts right um i kind of just want to, to even get into like my backstory about yeah let's do it i think uh, I think I've spent yeah. enough time uh, advocating for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, I think like this episode to me just means so much. Um, and Daniel, I guess you can, you can maybe speak to this a little bit too because you've 
on me longer than Canal has. But Canal, we'll get there. We'll get we'll of get course. that relationship. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we, you know that twelve a.m. talk. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I, I love text it. me at twelve a.m. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll get there. But anyways, yeah, Daniel, you could you could probably speak to this a little bit more just because on me last year. But um, for 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 those that are listening, I guess like a quick backstory. I graduated last year from Sheridan um, in April of twenty nineteen, and I actually got my bachelor's in human resources. That was pretty cool and exciting, and I was honestly super amped, also at the same time super sad to be leaving somewhere that I was so mm. going every week or every day for classes. Mm. Um, but then after, like, sadness just really started to hit, to come in, maybe like a couple weeks after, to be honest with you. Like, honestly, like maybe the third week of May, as fast as that, that is, um, I was still working at Superstore as a cashier. Like that was always my part-time job, like throughout school and whatever, um, and like every summer. But there was something different about 2019, like in general about like the year, myself, the people around me, it just was all super different and I didn't know how to go about it. Um, and if I'm being real with you guys, I'm, I'm surprised I'm even here in 2020 <laughs> um, without, without um, exposing too much on this podcast. I'm, I honestly, I'm really surprised I'm here. Um, but thankful enough to, to say that I am and I'm, I'm able to speak on it. Right. But yeah, like after I graduated school, I, I noticed myself change a lot. I, I felt lost every single day. You know, I would have shifts at Superstore at 6 a.m. You know, and I'd finish at, at 3 p.m. And I was working minimum wage. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, but it, it's tough, right? It's tough. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then being part of the friend group that, that Daniel and I are part of, um, can all, you, you're going to get there. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, 100%. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. I can't wait. But, trust me. It's a time. It's a time. I just came back to the group chat. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is funny because I actually left this group chat last year and I just rejoined it like maybe wow, a couple yeah. days ago. Oh, wow. Right. So, I mean, that, that ties in perfectly here. Um, yeah, like, I think, you know, I, I, was, I was being a part of the friend group that me and Daniel are part of. Um, seeing everybody go to Mac or, or Ryerson or UFT, whether, whether it be for comp sci or nursing or, you know, engineering, that's mostly what our group is made up of. Um, there's a couple of people in their trades and whatnot. Um, I found that those fields, like, even nowadays, um, like they're always booming and like they're always you know, they're always recruiting or they're always hiring and that's not to take away anybody from our group Daniel you, to say that you know like this person was handed a job or this person was handed this opportunity like no everybody worked their asses off in school to get to where they needed um, and they worked their asses off to network with the right people um, and to get those interviews right and spent countless amount of hours working on like theories or interviewing skills and, and whatnot just to get to where they are. So I'm not going to discredit mm. anybody for that. I think for me, like as the months um, went on in the summer of 2019, things just progressively got worse and worse and worse. Like, you know, I would stay up all night, you know, trying to fix my resume or positions that I would either be qualified for or things that I wasn't qualified for. Um, and mind you too, like, let me, let me backtrack for a second too. My, my co-op experience that I had in school, like it may have taught me a lot of things, but it also, it really fucked with me mentally, man. Like I would go in and I would, I'd feel scared to work. I genuinely did not know certain things about this company. Um, and maybe that could have been like the training on, on their behalf, but I also don't want to put them under the bus and say like, yeah, it's totally their fault. Because I, I did some idiotic things in my, in my days there, too. I, I definitely learned from it. I, I was, I, I definitely, you know, I was scarred from that, really. Like, it was, it was an experience that I don't really want to relive. And I'm so, so thankful for, like, where I am now. Right. Um, but, but having that, that, that experience in my internship and then translating that to, to the summer, I was like, am I really, am I really enough? Like, am I enough for, for work? Am I enough for, for anybody? Mm. 
Yeah. Right. And I, I slowly, when I said the question, am I enough for anybody? I, I really just cut myself off from the group chat. Like I just mentioned, I left that group chat last year and I just slowly just drifted away from everybody. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I just didn't want to be around anybody. You know, I'd wake up every day and I would just literally hate my life. Like I did not know what would make me happy. And so looking outside, seeing the sun before COVID, everybody was allowed outside, right? So you're actually able to go do things. Um, unlike summer 2020, where this is completely fucking canceled. Um, you know, like, I would look outside and I'd see everybody, like, riding their bikes or, you know, food and whatnot. And I'd be like, I fucking hate you. And I had no reason to hate that person. I, like, I fucking hate you. I have no connection to that person. I don't even know them. I literally remember, like, looking out my window in my room stuck up the middle finger at a person like they were just walking on the sidewalk they, they just walked right past me they didn't even know i was sticking up the middle finger but i just saw them walk right by me and i was like, like who am i it, yeah. like that's that's not who i am so i mentioned i picked up working out last year and i thought you know that'd be a great way to, you know to start in myself you know into shape one because i was as skinny as hell but then two it's just like okay like how is this going to help me physically and mentally Right. And, and, and for, for a point in time, it did, right? Like, you know, doing like workouts and whatnot, that, that really helped me. But then, you know, later on, like I found out it wasn't enough, right? Like going to the gym and working at Superstore, that, that still was not enough for me to be content. I knew at the end of the day, like, I wanted a job. That's, that's really what it was, right? right. I'd see mm-hmm. people in our friend group, you know, one by one, they'd be in this group on WhatsApp saying like, oh man, like I hired here. Like, oh man, like doing this today after work, right? I'd be like, I, I felt like I wasn't able to relate to, to people in our group anymore. It's like, hey, I'm done working at Superstore at like three today. What's everybody doing, right? Like, let's go hit up a bar type of thing. But it's like, do I even have money to spend on the bar, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt, I felt inadequate. I cut everybody off and it, wasn't, it just wasn't a pleasant summer. Then mm. I slowly, hashtag shameless plug, went to therapy. <laughs> um, and, and I, you know, like, I, I found that that was, that was helping. Um, we, would, we would talk about, like, certain things. Um, you know, like we, we would do certain activities or, like, you know, t- things that would, like, you know, um, things off my mind. Then one day it really hit me. Um, right after I left therapy, uh, one of our friends um, in our group, yeah, we, we had a sit down chat at Starbucks and, you know, like I was telling him like, you know, like I'm doing this, this and this. And he's telling me like, okay, look, if you consider this, this and this as an option, but you don't necessarily have to go into an HR field. Right. And even Daniel, you were talking mm-hmm. about that too, right? Like, you know, yeah. to like explore different options, right? things that are mm-hmm. outside of your scope, maybe. And then, you know, maybe you could you branch into your career. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was sitting down with this person at Starbucks and, you know, as he was telling me, like, have I formatted my resume this way? And, you know, like, have you done, you know, networking with people on LinkedIn and gone on coffee chats, right? Honestly, I, I didn't. I'm being as real with you guys as I can. Right. Mm-hmm. But after that, after that conversation, I, I came home. I literally told myself, nobody's going to do anything for you unless you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so simple to say that. It's like, you know, you're not the one that's going to give me a job. You could tell me to do X, Y, Z. You could tell me to apply to this, apply to that. Yeah. Fix your resume that way. Canal could tell me, Liam, let's go to this network event, right? And Canal could be just absolutely killing it there. gets an opportunity, right? Yeah. But if I don't necessarily act upon those interactions or like you know take take what somebody has told me yeah and actually do it for myself nothing's gonna happen right? like again you you could just honestly be wasting your breath and time i could honestly be wasting my breath and time just by by talking about it. really at the end of the day i could say like i want something so bad but at the end of the day if i don't go and and do it it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. it, it took me a while to realize that i honestly want to say it took me like maybe until the end of the summer, really for me to for me to think about that so it was tough it was tough for sure and yeah again like i remember too writing on a superstore 
seat every single day about like things that you know I've experienced in my life. I would just have it on the back of my phone. I'd look at it every day, and I'd be like, "Yeah, like this is how this person impacted my life. This mm-hmm. is like what I've done up until this point in my life." Right, and it came to a point where I stopped writing on that piece of paper. I didn't know what to say. And yeah, it gets a little bit, it's a little bit dark from there. But um, other than that, yeah, like therapy, therapy for me was, was a big changing point. But then also that self-realization of, you know, being able to say, nobody's going to do something for you unless you go do it for yourself. That I think was yeah. the biggest thing for me. Um, I, and you know, you can hear that too, but you have to really like, kind of like you, like it kind of just clicks one day. Cause I went through the same thing and like, you have to really just like feel it inside. It's like, Oh shit, I really have to do this. Cause it, it has to like resonate you in your head. Cause I, I went through like a really similar thing. Um, where like I came out of school and the job I had set up for me, like went like, uh, I don't know, just didn't work out. I don't know. Some bullshit happened. And um, so basically I was without a job and um, now I'm back living at home, um, thankfully. And, um, but you know what? I still don't know where my future is. I I didn't even really like where my program was uh, heading me uh, in terms of like career wise. And um, so I was looking for jobs that I wasn't even qualified for. Uh, I felt like and over and over again. And I just felt like I was getting rejected and you know slowly and slowly over time like kind of like you said like it just weighs on you and the less you know the less sort of wins those small wins that you you're missing it really starts to weigh on you and you start to not believe in yourself at all like i remember um like like when you brought up about you know uh oh were you going to coffee shops and were you networking with all those people there was times where it's like i can't even bring myself to do that because how can i how can I interview with someone and talk about how I'm going to be a great addition to this company or like talk about myself when I don't even like believe in myself at this point. Like I, there, there was times where literally I missed, um, it's like the simplest thing in the world. And like, to this day, I still like, can't even believe I did it. Like there was a job where I had an interview set up like a month from now and I put it in my calendar and the day comes and I, and they, I get a call and it's like, hey, like, uh, you're not at the office. Like, where are you? We got the whole team here ready for the interview sort of thing. And I was like, what? And I checked my calendar and I put in the wrong day. So oh, geez. man. Literally, I missed this. So stuff like this would happen. And I'm not even, I'm, I'm trying to apply for jobs and like say I'm the shit. Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, try to boost yourself. Because that's, you really have to talk about yourself in interviews. Yeah, you have, to, you have to sell yourself, really. Right. Yeah. But oh, I'm not even sold on myself. I'm like, holy fuck, I can't even schedule a fucking interview. How am I going to do a fucking job? Like, I, I don't believe any of the words I'm saying. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm a great addition to the team. I'm very like technically. what And like, I'm just, you know, you don't believe it anymore, right? Like, right. you can't right, have right. that imposter syndrome going. So, right. And, um, yeah, so being that lost and not knowing what you're doing is like totally detrimental, and it and it bleeds into like everything else you're doing because it's like how can I enjoy, uh, you know, a night out with friends or something when it's like I have no income right now. I don't know, like the, this money's like a waste, and like I'm not in a good place to be sharing things with my friends. Like you don't want to go to a bar and be like, oh yeah, like I'm really struggling with this. Like I don't know who I am. Like all this other stuff because mm. you know you don't want to burden other people. You want to have a good time, but you're not in a place to do that. And then you sort of lose. It's like, what's, what do I even like in life? And you kind of forget, right? Like, so I totally, you know, relate to a lot of things uh, you talked about and, and obviously thank you so much for sharing, man. Like that. um, Yeah. It's, that's great that you can share that because I totally related to a a lot of things. I know we used to talk about it too, like how we were kind of, not necessarily at the exact same time, but you know, we went through a lot of the same things. Yeah, I feel like we did, and of course, no, I'm always happy to share. Um, I think like what my biggest focus is for the podcast episode two is that you know, hopefully, somebody hears what we've talked about and they're able to literally resonate with it. Hopefully, yeah, and also take from what we've we've gone through and experienced, and and they're able to you know apply that to their life. Right. Well, it's not it's not the easiest thing out there. It's it's really not, and you know, I've cried numerous nights, man, where I felt super inadequate and I felt lost and I didn't know where I wanted to go. I thought about going to like a different program in school, 
right? And maybe hopefully landing a job that way. I, it, it sounds so ironic to say this, especially in the moment I'm saying it right now. <laughs> um, but things do get better. Things yeah, really do yeah. get better. Just don't know when they will get better. But there really is light at the end of the tunnel. It truly right. is. You know? And I can't tell you how many people told me that last year. Right? They're right. like, yeah, yeah like your time yeah. is coming. Like, just, keep, just keep your, your foot on the gas and, and keep going. And in the moment, you don't really see that. You just, you just see. For sure, yeah. You're, you're blinded, blinded all the time. You're seeing like what, you're seeing rejection after rejection, or no callbacks, yeah, yeah. or or like you know unanswered emails. Right? At least in the perspective I was going through in terms of employment, right? Then mm-hmm. when you're given that one opportunity, that one chance to actually showcase yourself, and you're able to actually sell yourself, right? You feel like you're on top of the world. You feel like you're on you're on cloud nine. Like nothing will right. nothing will bring you down. Kind of like relating back to like what Canal said, right? You know, find that opportunity even in an internship where you're happy to go to work every day. Dude, like you're extremely blessed. I I don't even know what to say to that. To right. know, um, I, but to say that you enjoy going to work every day, not a lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do. And I'm sure you're grateful. I'm just going to remind oh, you again. Just, just, you know, for your big day tomorrow that you, that you mentioned. Yeah. Be thankful that you have a big day. Right. Be thankful that you're learning. You know, you're you're growing. You have a year and a half left in school, you said? Yeah. So, you know, when you go back to school, you're able to take so much with you. Right. Like just just from an internship. Mm-hmm. All those learning opportunities, even Daniel with yourself, like, you know, you've done so much in your career so far. Even though you don't know where you're going per se right now. You still excel at what you do, literally. Um, but, <laughs> nice. oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, big pun there, big pun there. Um, <laughs> excel master, that's, that's you, Dan. Um, but but even, though you, even though you may not know where you're going right now, to say that you're 35 and you haven't figured it all out yet, I think we're at the age right now where, again, ironic to say this, but <laughs> you, you're able to take those risks. You mentioned that to me last year. Yeah. I mentioned it back to you now. You're able to take those risks and you're able to really, you know, determine what you want because not to say that time is stagnant, you're not running out of time either. Right? Like, yeah. there's, there's so many, there's, there's so much more ahead of you within the next, who even knows, two to four years? Right? Like, I just want to be subtle and not say 30 because that's, that's coming up in like mix. But like, you know, <laughs> there's so much you can accomplish within, within the next five years even. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure you'll figure it out. And at the end of the day, like you have a brother and me where you always talk to me about something. You know, you could hashtag shameless plug therapy again <laughs> right? if, you, if you have to. You know, like we're, we're all here for you. Right? So that goes for anybody. Anybody listening to this podcast, one hundred percent, can all right. Like, feel free to hit us up. We've we've definitely all been there. We've definitely had like our own experiences. Right. I feel like I've been talking for a long fucking time on this. <laughs> Great, <laughs> which is perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I actually um I wanted to add just two quick things. Um, with the first one being, uh, earlier you you mentioned along the lines of. The, the promise that things do get better. And sometimes it, it could be just the most random thing. I think I was talking about this or talking to Daniel about this off air once, but something like that for me was, and it kind of ties into what you guys were talking about with the whole physical health and mental health um, comparison. I had one uh, or not one, I had a moment, um, a brief moment where I was after. So uh, during the start of the year of 2020, I was going to the gym every day after work. I was really feeling like I was getting my physical health in the direction that it needed to go in. And then whenever, when the world shut down <laughs> and I wasn't able to go to the gym anymore and I felt- You're talking about COVID at this point? I think I am. I think I am talking about COVID at this point. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. At the point, like Just when everything sure. shut down, you know what I mean? And like, um, I started to kind of fall into this hole where I'm like, ah. Like I, I was finally doing like 
being committed to the gym, um, I, I think I've talked to Daniel about this. Obviously, I've never spoken to you about this, but being committed to the gym uh, was a very difficult thing for me to try and grasp. And, I, and I've been trying since like 11th grade, 10th grade. And it's like, I'll, I'll have it for a couple months and I'll just fall off or not even a couple months, like less than that. And then at the end of 2019 and start of 2020, I was really starting to get a rhythm that I've never experienced before um, with being committed to the gym and not just going because I feel like I have to, but going because I want to, like I want to get that workout in. And then when everything shut down, I started to fall into this hole mentally where I'm like, I was finally doing it. And now I'm just, you know, I'm regressing, you know, I'm turning, I'm turning in, I'm turning, you know, uh, the wrong uh, corner here in terms of my physical health. And then I got out of that uh, over a month ago, maybe like two months ago now, surprisingly, by just literally every morning now before uh, before I start my work day, I wake up a little early and I just go on for a nice long run in the morning when it's still like, you know, kind of cool, not burning hot. And before I get my day started, I just go on a run every single morning. And that one tiny thing, which at first was just like, let me just do this to get off my ass, has now turned like therapeutic for me where it's like, let me do that. Like I... I'm upset now if I can't go on a run in the morning because it rained or something. It's like now it's like, let me do this. Yes, for my physical health, but for my mental health, too. Like this is a freeing time for me to just be alone with my thoughts, my music, whatever. Still doing something to get an active start to my day. And I'm happier now that I've done it. Like I actually just did, you know, a physical activity to start the day that I enjoy doing now. And that one tiny thing that I didn't expect to have such a huge impact on me has been exactly what you said it would be, which is like, sometimes it's just finding that one thing that sets you off on the right course. And that's, you know, just a run every morning. That's what that's been for me. Right, right. The second thing that I was going to add on was uh, you were, you were talking about the impact that you hope what you had talked about and what Daniel had advocated for therapy would have on our listeners. Um, I can't remember if I said this on air or off air for this episode, but one of the things that I said was that I'm here to, yes, talk about what I want to talk about at the top, but also just come along on this ride because, you know, I've never been to therapy. Um, I have experienced, of course, my own things in my own life, but I'm also, you know, I haven't experienced what you guys have post-graduation, which I know a lot of people go through their own, their own uh, trials um, and, you know, their own difficult times after they graduate. So, as I'm almost a member of the audience here in this episode, as I listen to you guys both speak and I can give you the on-air feedback right now of how great that was to, first of all, hear you guys be able to talk about. And it's fucking awesome that you were able to share all that, by the way. Um, I just didn't want to obviously cut you off um, when you were sharing all that, but it was great you know, to hear you be uh, in what sounds like you know a bit of a better place right now when you're able to talk about it and, and share all that with us. And on top of that, it open my eyes a little bit. There is, and I've been luckily realizing this as of recent, but earlier in my life, there was that stigma attached to therapy for me where it was like, yeah, like, oh, if you're going to therapy, like there's just, you know, you just have like a problem or something. So you need to go work that out. And luckily as I've gotten older, I've realized that that's not the case. And this episode really, once again, opened up that whole, it opened up the concept to me now when I've never once considered where I'm like, okay, well I had one like 20 minute spiel on a podcast and it made me realize something that I've never known before about this internal debate that I've had. And now all of a sudden therapy, of course, <laughs> when I'm in, um, when I'm feeling comfortable with my financial position, all that is now all of a sudden in play for me. Like it is something that I was already starting to think about the more I heard you guys talk about it. Um, so I can give you that feedback right now at the very least as someone who is technically a member of the audience. I mean, that's what I wanted to get from this episode that hearing you guys talk about that was, was great for me. And it, we've only been chatting for, oh Jesus, actually, wow, it's been an hour. <laughs> it's really felt like much shorter. Yeah. But, um, but no, definitely that was, that was great. So I, like, I know I'm technically, yeah, here as a co-host, but I actually wanted to thank you too um, for sharing what you did and for talking about what you did. That was definitely great for me to hear. I, I did take away a lot more than I thought I originally would when we started this or when we had this idea. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, even to both you and Daniel, I mean, and being so supportive and, you know, being able to talk about such a difficult topic. Right. right? It's 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 not it's not something that everybody like wants to share. Everybody, you know, right? Has, has yeah, the, has the courage to do so. And not saying that I'm brave or anything like that, right? I I just genuinely want people to feel good about themselves. And I just I, I really think back to last year, and I just really don't want myself to go back there. But I also <laughs> really don't want other mm -hmm. people to experience what I've experienced. Right? right. Super super hard for me to want that to happen for everybody. 
but if this if this podcast episode could just literally impact at least even one person that's listening mm-hmm. to this, I feel like I've done myself justice. Yeah. No, you um, definitely have. I I really appreciate you bringing on or coming on the show and sharing it. And and I'll and I'll say I I think you're really brave for bringing that story up because I I know yeah. a lot of this stuff is not easy to talk about and admit and you know share to the world. But um, I mean, not that you know. And we only have a few hundred thousand listeners. I mean, that's it, really. Just yeah, yeah, just yeah, just a couple, just a couple. Yeah, yeah. We're on the rise, though. Just we're on the rise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get the one. We, we if, like I'm like a recurring host or something. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't know how I yeah. feel about all that, but <laughs> yeah. You remember at the beginning of the episode when when Paul said that you would off? Yeah. Guess. It's uh, yeah. might be time for you to take a back seat there, buddy. Yeah, hijacking this bitch. <laughs> Jesus. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right well i guess this is the final episode <laughs> for me i may regret Next, this podcast this is the final episode for me guys thanks for listening uh thank you liam Fuck for up. being on the show so much um and i'm i'm very just sad to go but i guess this is it thanks <laughs> thanks everyone for listening See you next time, but I won't. Make sure you give me your mic before you leave, eh? Because <laughs> all right. Oh my definitely. god! You're definitely gonna have to give him that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need one of those. So, but okay, uh, yeah, also for me, once again, Liam, thank you so much for coming on. I, I definitely ne- <laughs> needed this more than I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm super grateful for the opportunity, guys. Thank you so much. You both absolutely are, you both have been a pleasure. Love you, dude. Um, love you guys. Kano, we'll definitely talk at 12 a.m. Oh, dude, I'll guarantee it. I've already set a reminder in my phone. Have you? I have. Okay, good. Don't miss Bullshit. it. Though. I'll Bullshit. send you a screenshot after we're done here. <laughs> you sure oh, you don't miss it? Damn, I missed that interview. <laughs> wow. And I, you know what? I'm That's sorry. more than our time. That's more than our time. You know, I, 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 are we going to laugh at that? Are we, we, we going to laugh at that? <laughs> Daniel, no, in my opinion, that. you also you did a fantastic job leading this conversation and, and being an advocate for therapy. And once again, this was your idea. So thank you as well for um, not only giving me um, an opportunity to talk about what, what I spoke about and, and hear what you guys had to say, but also giving me the opportunity to find an excellent new co-host after you're done here. Thank you, buddy. That was great on your end. Wow. Thank you. You did you did so, you did a good job, buddy. Yeah. You did a good job. Can I stay on the show or No. No. Uh, but good job. Like I figured I'd give uh, you one less good job. Yeah. So go ahead and outro the episode and uh, we're done here. I've been trying to outro this episode <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> okay, oh. this is it. Goodbye everyone. I'm pissed now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Take care. See you pull up, it's a hectic scene. I don't wanna see you being go beyond the beat. What you mean? We go away. We be zooming through the cities on the west side. On the west side, yeah. Rest in peace to this beat, not trying to flex.